Hi, I'm Angela Scanlon and welcome to the Thanks A Million mini pods. Now, while we're waiting for series four and a truckload of new thank yous, I thought we'd revisit the thank you next chapter of some of our guests' lives to remind us that we have got this. I love asking guests what their thank you next is because it's all about silver linings. It is a period generally in people's lives that has been and gone, which at the time felt like a complete disaster. But in hindsight, they may even be grateful for You know it, you know it, that shameful little secret, that dark little period in your life that you never talk about, but actually that gave you resolve or a bit of grit or maybe just a good story to share over drinks. Don't forget to subscribe if you are not already and you can also leave a review which is wildly helpful for the ratings. Series 4 of Thanks A Million will be dropping very, very shortly. Okay, so this week's thank you next is from Tom Allen. You will know him from his stand-up, panel shows galore, and pretty much every channel you flick on at the moment. I, for one, am extremely happy to have Tom Allen as an omnipresent presence. He hosts The Apprentice You Are Fired, Bake Off The Professionals, as well as An Extra Slice, among many, many other shows. Tom started out in stand-up at the tender age of 22, and like everyone, his career has had its fair shares of highs and lows. A lot more highs these days, it has to be said, but it wasn't always sunshine, roses and chocolate. I remember years ago, I wanted to go out to do the Melbourne Comedy Festival and I'd gone out and I'd done some shorter gigs. And then I thought I'd get asked back to do a longer show. And then I got told um, I wasn't. (laughs) This was in 2011. 2011, I think? Yeah, 2012. And I was so upset and it really felt like, oh. And I had a lot of kind of feeling like knockback. And I was really frustrated. But, you, you know, you find a way through it. And then last year I went out and did my show and I got nominated for the Best Show Award. It, it's one of those things, isn't it, that at the time it could be like, oh, God, um, this is so frustrating. Uh. But actually, you know, you can you just use it as fuel to go, to, 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 to make you more determined, really. Mm, yeah, amazing. And also I think sometimes, you know, we're like, yeah, you're, you're not ready. Not you specifically, but there are things that I have lost that I thought oh actually do you know what in hindsight I wasn't like I wasn't quite ready for that I was putting on a good face and I was faking it till I make it and all of that kind of stuff but actually I wasn't quite ready to to be open to that level and even though at the time it felt like the biggest failure in the world it was the right thing at the right time. I mean the thing is we particularly in our Mm. social media age we always look towards the people who are on social media being very confident about their successes and shouting about them. And um, of course we forget that they, those people are going through failures one way or another and frustrations. Yeah. And if they're not at the moment, then they probably already have gone through those. And, you know, no, no one talks about those moments really. But so it can feel very isolating, yeah. I think, at the time. But Yeah, I have started to attempt to talk about those failures a little bit more because I kind of think that I had this awful fear around, you know, like you say, in this social media age, or maybe always, you look around and you see somebody's kind of seemingly perfect trajectory. And I think a lot of people would look 
at you and look at all of this, you know, amazing shows that you're doing um, and amazing success that you're having and never imagine that there was any hardship, there was any rejection, there was any failure. And I think if you're sitting at home going, I'd love to do that, but actually I've got told I'm not good at this or I haven't been accepted for this, you assume that you're obviously not meant for it if it's that hard or the yeah, door is yeah. not open. I mean, and I, I think a lot of people do do that. And I think there were definitely times when I was like, what am I doing? I'm an idiot. Oh God, if only I was more sort of, you know, focused or more sort of, because I, I don't know about you, but I, I sometimes, if, I, if particularly when I was starting out, I, I knew I wanted to do, I knew I wanted to do stand up, I knew I wanted to do comedy, but I'm sort of bl- blinded by it all at the same time. So I couldn't, you know, just by the sense of like, just telling myself to just get up there and do it and don't think about it. Also, it was yeah. was the right things that made me do it, but at the same time, it did mean that I didn't always have the kind of clear mindedness that I think I get the sense other people have, um, yeah. and and I you know and just sort of like kind of even just knowing myself in a kind of clear sighted way, I was sort of a bit like oh, um, uh, uh, I'm this person and also this, and I, I I have you know I have this experience, but it you know it's not you know it was it all felt like it was also complicated. Totally, but I think that's bang on, and actually, sometimes this and maybe it is this world makes you go what like what's your thing what's your brand for want of a better term and you have to decide on that you have to be fully formed before you present yourself to the world and that like there's a sense that that's totally binary and you're not allowed to change your mind you're not allowed to grow because that's your shtick and that's what people know and that's what people want and I think if there's any sort of rebellion in you there's a sense that you don't I don't want to do what I'm supposed to be doing or what it is is expected of me or just a pressure to have absolute clarity about how you want to yes be. yeah 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 I'm sure. I mean it's, it's a lot of pressure yeah mm-hmm. and I think yeah. for anybody at any age and I think different experiences different environments push us on that don't they but um yeah. but I think particularly when we're younger um it can be very overwhelming I sort of wish we said to people who are 18 just like just go out and be rubbish at everything <laughs> for, for give yourself 10 years you know and try stuff and get it wrong and try something else and yeah. go go out and see people and see the world and 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 mm-hmm. just and just generally make mistakes and have a go and see where you end up because whilst I mean you can't do that totally a bit of that I think and a bit of forgiveness if I remember 21 22 23 feeling so stressed when I thought, because I thought, oh, I've messed everything up. I should know what I'm doing. I should have done this. I should have done that. And of course, no one knows what they. If I saw, if I met a 23 year old now, he felt a bit anxious. I'd be like, what are you talking about? You've got another good ten yeah, years. Yeah, 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 exactly. But I think when you're really young, you think, oh, hang on, at 25, I'm going to get married, and at 28, I'm going to have children, and it feels like a million years away. And you're a fully fledged grown up, supposedly, by that point. So that feeling of flailing around is like shit. It's running away from me. All those people who were grown ups in, for example, things like Mad Men, you know, like things in the 50s, or like Call the Midwife, you realize, like, now I'm watching them, I'm 36. I go, but all these characters are younger than me. And so clearly, they were just getting on with it and probably just faking it and just like looking more... Com- I mean, I realise I'm talking about fictitious people. But like John Hamm was drunk as well a lot of the time. He, was, he had some questionable morals. So... He, <laughs> yeah, but that does ease the pressure at times. I think so, yeah. All that scotch. Pour me a scotch. <laughs> the scotch. But I do... I, I think that idea of embracing mistakes and I think culturally over this neck of the woods we're maybe not as good. We're possibly getting a bit better. But in America... 
like they welcome that it's like you know and, and I think of entrepreneurs or with startups and so over here the kind of shame that follows you around if you've got a failed business over there it's like yes hell yeah you're happy. I did that for then. a while yeah got, I learned like, a lot from yeah. that I took this from yeah. it and now I'm onto this and yeah and no yeah, shame no shame shame is is so poisonous mm. it's the thing that holds a lot of people back and it's a great yeah it's so, it's so easy to to to, for people to manipulate shame isn't to make people feel ashamed to sort of yeah and it's if if you're not aware I think of your own kind of shame I'm getting into like therapy chat but like your shadow and oh all that, that sounds good so I've, I've been trying that. to go I mean I feel you're fine I feel you're you've got it down well it's all a front but um what is it shadow chat shadow chat <laughs> so shadow like shadow work which is basically your um I'm going to mess this up, but like your shame. So the bits of you that over the course of your life, you've been shamed for unintentionally or not. So whether, you know, as a five-year-old, you felt needy and it and you were kind of, you know, given out to because somebody didn't have time and you felt like that sense of, of need was a bit pathetic or a bit humiliating. And so you kind of cut that bit of yourself off or, or more kind of pointed uh, instances where you have been shamed about this that or the other and then those little bits of shadow that you reject but what it means is that you by rejecting those like seemingly darker bits of yourself you also deny yourself of the opportunity to really like enjoy the seemingly good bits of yourself as well so you you're trying to recognize the shadow bits and then bring them back into yourself and integrate so that you have like the whole spectrum of um yeah of human experience I suppose which is messy and a bit gross at times and a bit shameful and all of the things that were like oh shit yes I am a jealous bitch but I don't want to say that because that's a really grubby thing yeah you're right you're right and I mean that whole kind of RuPaul um drag race uh you know, if you if you can't love yourself, how in the hell are you going to love somebody? Love somebody totally. else. It's of course very light at one sense, but it's very poignant in a way. Totally. I mean, you look at Lizzo, and like the reason that it resonates with so many people is because actually, so many of us have an inability to like deeply love ourselves and I think this time this point in time where we're all in lockdown we're kind of being forced to sit with ourselves and to kind of look inwards in a way that's deeply uncomfortable for uh, for a lot of people but actually um is really necessary and you know that obviously there's a lot you, of you know you sort of quickly realize that there's no point in kind of self-flagellating actually it's quite a good exercise in mm-hmm. removing that because I think there's no time, you know. If you're gonna, if you're gonna be unhappy, if you, yeah. you, you, if you, if you're gonna be unhappy, it's it's difficult. Um, and you know, this you have to be kind to yourself. I think totally, yeah. I'm into it. I love this sensitive side. Oh, of I mean, what have I, what have I let on? <laughs> Don't tell anybody I've got a sensitive side. <laughs> love his sensitive side. His book, Shame. Is- Oh no, it's called No Shame, Not Shame, (laughs) is also absolutely wonderful if you haven't read it and want a bit more of Tom to drink in, so to speak. Also, I just really think failure as a topic is something we should be leaning heavily into. 
What is your thank you next? Do let me know at Angela Scanlon. And if you missed it, you can listen to the full episode with Tom Allen, which we recorded during lockdown. So it's a little bit different. He's at his parents' house. It was quite funny. Heartfelt and sensitive, just like him. You can also subscribe to my newsletter. There's a little clickable link right down below. I'm pointing like a YouTuber. But yeah, you know, I'll just maybe put an emoji thing. Oh, again, that's not audio. I'm still struggling to figure out how this works. Okay. Thank you, Tom. Who is next? <laughs>